Welcome to the podcast of Woburn Baptist Church. We hope that you enjoy listening to the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. Turn in your Bibles to John chapter 6. John chapter 6, we're going to be looking today at uh, verses 16 and following. John chapter 6. It can be difficult to take a walk in the dark. To take a walk in the dark and you don't see where you're going. and You might stub your toe on something. You might, uh, you might trip and fall or something. You just don't really know what's in front of you. Um, sometimes it can be scary. Not scary as in the, the sense of just being scared of the dark or being scared the, of, of something will get you, but scary in the sense that something might happen to you because you, you, you're vulnerable, because you can't really see what's ahead. And um, here the disciples become scared. They don't know what's going on at first. They look and they, they see Jesus walking on the water to them. And at first they don't know who it is and they become afraid. Yet Jesus speaks calm to them. He says, fear not, it is I. Jesus is there with them. Even whenever they're afraid, even whenever the storm is blowing, like the storms that blow in our lives that shake things up and make us wonder, how am I going to get through? I don't know what lies ahead. Jesus is there with us. He's walked along the water to us. And he can make it all peaceful. Let's look at our text. John chapter 6, beginning in verse 16. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark. Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because the strong, a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat. And they were frightened. But they said to him, It is I. Do not be afraid. Then they were glad to take him into the boat. And immediately the boat was at land to which they were going. Let's pray. Father, we thank You for um, Your Word. Lord, we pray that You would give us ears to hear and eyes to see Your glory on Your pages. And Father, I pray that You would give me strength to preach. Give me grace. Use this sinner to proclaim Your Word. I don't deserve to be here. Lord, if you can speak from the mouth of a donkey, Lord, use my mouth. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. This is coming off of the 
story we looked at last week where Jesus fed the 5,000. Jesus had been there upon a mountain and there were many, many people that had come to him, 5,000 men and who knows how many women and children along with them. Jesus had shown himself to be the bread of life by breaking the bread and breaking the fish and feeding the multitudes there just as Moses had fed the people of Israel in the wilderness with manna. When the people were hungry, when they cried out to the Lord because they were hungry, Moses gave them bread, gave them manna in the wilderness. And we talked about last week how Jesus was the true and better Moses and how he was reliving what Moses had done, showing how he was this one who Moses had written about. The passage before the one we looked at last week had talked about how Moses wrote of Jesus. About how the Pharisees, the Jewish people, should have recognized Jesus because they had studied Moses, they had studied the law, and yet they didn't recognize the one who Moses wrote about when he was in their midst. We had looked at the passage where Jesus said, well, well uh, where It was written in Deuteronomy that a prophet would come like Moses. Jesus was that prophet like Moses. And he, just like Moses, fed the people in the wilderness. Jesus fed the people on the mountain with fish and bread. And here we see Jesus doing another thing like Moses. Jesus walked on the water. Now, with this story, the disciples and Jesus were on one side of the sea, and the disciples went on a boat to the other side, and Jesus walked along the water and got into the boat with them, and they showed up on the other side. But that should bring to our minds a time whenever the water was crossed with Moses. Whenever the people of Israel were scared, whenever they were frightened, whenever Egypt's chariots were bearing down on them, whenever they needed to to cross the Red Sea, they were they were scared. They were telling Moses, "What are we going to do? You 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 brought us out here so that we would die." And God tells Moses to stretch out his hands, and the people walked across on dry land. This miracle of crossing the Red Sea points to Jesus, the true and better Moses. We'll look here at our text. When evening had come. Now remember, at the end of last week, Jesus realized these people who had been who had received the food, who had received the bread and the fish, they, they saw his miracle and they wanted to rush forward and make him king. And Jesus saw that and he withdrew. He withdrew up onto the mountain so that uh, he could get away from them because it wasn't his mission to come and be set up an earthly kingdom at that time. The disciples, when that same evening had come, they went down to the sea. Jesus was still up on the mountain. He was praying. The disciples went down to the sea. They got into a boat. 
It says they started to cross to Capernaum. But it tells us this next thing. It was dark and Jesus had not yet come to them. They were probably waiting. Waiting there at the boat. Wondering, when is he going to get here? Looking at their watch. They didn't have watches probably. <laughs> they were wondering, when is Jesus going to get here? And, and they know they've got to cross the sea. And they want to get going before it gets too dark. But they're waiting and waiting and waiting. They wait to the final possible moment. And Jesus still hadn't gotten there. That's what it tells us. Jesus had not yet come to them. So they push out on the sea. They go out and they get ahead of Jesus. They, they went without waiting for him. And what happens? The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. The way that the geography was is, is kind of there were hills and um, on the sides to where the, the, the sea was in a kind of a valley and the wind would blow into that and it would stir the waters and the storms were pretty common there. The wind began to blow and the, these disciples, they began to be afraid. It was dark already. The wind was blowing. The water was turbulent. And they began the rowing, and they rowed about three or four miles, it tells us here. And they looked out and they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat. And some people have, have saw that and thought, well, they must have saw him walking along the, the edge, walking along the shoreline. But these were, some of these men were fishermen. They would have known the difference. Plus, this is three or four miles out. How in the world... Could they confuse that? No, this was Jesus walking on the water, walking out to His disciples. And when they saw Him, what was their reaction? They became afraid. They were frightened. How often is it that we find ourselves... we? Our, our boat is troubled. In fact, we, we find ourselves maybe as a church feeling like our boat is troubled. The waters are turbulent. I know a favorite song that uh, you guys sung long before I came was Till the Storm Passes By. The waters are turbulent and we can be afraid. We don't know what to do. We can feel like we're walking in the dark. But we don't know where our next step should be. Afraid that maybe we'll trip. Maybe, maybe we're doing the wrong thing. But Jesus comes to them walking on the water and He says, It is I. Do not be afraid. He was there with them. It kind of gives us an illustration of uh, what Jesus promised elsewhere. Lo, I will be with you always, even unto the end of the age. We have Jesus' promise that where we go as the church, where we go to proclaim the gospel, Jesus is with us. 
He will be with us wherever we go. When times get difficult, when times get looking like a storm is rocking our boat, making it difficult, where we don't know what to do next, Jesus is there with us. And Jesus said these words. He said, it is I. In the English translations, it says, it is I. If you look at the Greek, it's the same phrase there for whenever Jesus says, as he says elsewhere in the Gospel of John, I am. I am. Which points us back to something that we read in Exodus. When Moses asked, who should I tell the people has sent me? And the Lord tells Moses, tell them, I am has sent you. Jesus, whenever he was saying this, it is I, what the people, what the disciples in the boat heard was basically, I am. Do not be afraid. The Lord was there with them. And just as Jesus calmed the storms, in the gospel, just, just as he might say, peace be still, and the waters and the winds calm, Jesus here said to the disciples, I am. We've seen over and over again here in the gospel of John, Jesus claims at divinity. He said, my father is working until now, and even so I am also working The Jews understood what he meant whenever he said, my father is working. He claimed that God was his father, thus making himself equal with God. And here Jesus says these astounding words, I am. He was God right there with the disciples out on the water. When, Jesus, when the disciples heard this, they were glad to take him into the boat. They were glad to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat was at the land which they were going. That seems almost kind of miraculous there at the end, doesn't it? It doesn't say that the, that the, the wind and the waves ceased or anything in this text. It just says immediately when he got into the boat, they were, where, they were at the port. It was almost like they beamed over or something like Star Trek. When they had gone three or four miles in, Jesus comes walking along the water. He gets in the boat and they're at their destination. And let me point again where it says they were glad to take him in the boat. You know what can give us joy in the midst of the storm? Knowing that Jesus is here with us. When things are troubled, when things are difficult, when the storm is overhead, we must remember Jesus is with us. And well, the disciples, they they had left the shore to cross the sea without Jesus in the boat. They didn't know he was there. They, They felt that they were alone, yet Jesus was there with them. And it can feel like we're alone. 
It can feel like we're alone as we're going through a storm. And yet, Jesus is there. The God of the universe. I am the one who spoke the stars into place. The one who formed men and women. Adam and Eve out of the dust of the ground and and Eve from the body of Adam. This God of the universe is there with the disciples and He is there with us when we're going through our storms. Do you want to be joyful in your storms? Remember, He's there. Fellowship with Him in the midst of the storm. They invited Him into the boat. He got in. They were glad to receive Him into the boat. Spend time with the Lord. Fellowship with Him. Invite Him into the boat with you. Jesus is shown here to be, again, the true and better Moses. Moses, it says in in John chapter 1, the law came through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. As again we are shown that Jesus is the true and better Moses, we are pointed again to this contrast between Moses and Jesus. Moses brought the law. Moses brought the Ten Commandments. But what we know is that the law could never save. We we can't be forgiven of our sins by keeping the law. The law is all about what we ought to do to be able to meet God's righteous and holy standard. And yet we all fall short. The law by itself only brings death by itself. But the Gospel, grace and truth that came through Jesus Christ brings life. No longer is the law an external standard that we're trying to gain acceptance by to God, but, uh, acceptance from God through, but no longer is it that. Now, whenever we trust in Jesus, we trust in Him, and He writes His law on our hearts. He changes us. He gives us a new heart with new affections. And still... What the law could not do, Jesus did by taking our sin upon Himself. When He walked to the cross, when He was nailed to this cross, He didn't die just like any other man. He didn't die just as a criminal. But He died as the sacrifice for our sins. All of our sins that the law exposed, that the law shows us how we fall short, how we could never measure up. They're nailed to the cross with Jesus. He took all of that for us. 
Jesus could do what Moses could never do. He walked out on the water. And He was there with His disciples. Trust in Him. Trust in the One who is the great I Am. Trust in the One who died in your place. Trust in Him. Look to Him. And He will be with you even to the end of the age. Thank you for listening to this message from Woburn Baptist Church. For more information, please visit us at www.wilburnbaptistchurch.org or you can also like us on Facebook.